Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Where did you say you live again? Topanga. How far is that from here? From here? Uh, this time of day is about 40 minutes on the 101, uh, but I'm going back to Malibu when I finish. I think okay. I'm going to get jammed. Malibu. Is Topanga by Malibu? It's north of Malibu? E, well, it's south of Malibu. Okay. It's it's the last canyon that you, you sort of cut up uh, before you get to Malibu if you're going up to PCH. Okay. It's really nice. It's, uh, man, owls and eagles and Damn. Just, it's all green and beautiful. Are we on, by the way? We just started. Oh, wow. All right. Try to sneak. We try just to get our I... guests to say something <laughs> racist when they don't know they're being recorded. Uh, yeah. Uh, I heard, I just read that seeing an owl is unlucky. Oh, I mean, this that. is from a crazy website that, yeah. well, what made me look this up was I saw a, I went out to walk my dog and saw a, uh, there was a hawk eating a pigeon uh-huh. on like the steps. And it was, yeah, I mean, it was just really bloody. It was just, it's a weird thing to see, you know, in the city. And, uh, and then later I just kept thinking, about it. I was like, oh, is that like a bad thing to see? And <laughs> it's just reality. I looked it up. Yeah. It, my yeah, my wife's from Africa. She grew up in Mozambique and she had this thing where she would never let me take the garbage out after dark. Because she said the spirits don't like it, to disapprove huh. of taking Not the garbage Not because, out. like, the lions will come Well, that's what you. I said. It's yeah. like, wait yeah. a minute. Come on. This is Africa. You don't <laughs> right. want to be taking food scraps out after dark. You got it lions, teaches, hyenas. Teaches kids who aren't afraid of lions to be afraid of something Exactly. Else. Right. Well, that's, yeah. Isn't that the basis of, like, all religion? Well, that's... <laughs> well, certainly. Less, where yeah. it's like, oh, you're going to burn in hell if you do everything you want. Yeah. Yeah. You just follow your carnal instincts. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, some of them have some practic- practical value, I guess. But, I mean, all this shit, if a black cat walks across, you know, come on. it's Give me a fucking break with that stuff. Oh, no, that's a true one. That's yeah. a, Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how you were like, yeah, some stupid website that was designed for people like me who are <laughs> looking up well, that I mean, stuff. I, well, I just wanted to see, like... What the? Because I figured there's something yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, in like dream analysis, people have like things that represent certain things. I look that, that doesn't necessarily up. mean it's true. Actually, last night I had I can't. It's still like I'm still kind of piecing it together. But me and Cheryl Hines were like all hot and heavy. Like it wasn't like a sex dream. Oh, but damn. it was like you were just literally Cheryl hot and played. heavy. Yeah. You were on a different planet she where the gravity played, is different. She played, uh, um, um, what's his, Larry David's wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. And she's on a show with her friend, yeah. Johnny Pemberton, yeah. right now. And she's pretty sexy. Yeah, yeah, she's a very attractive mm-hmm. older woman. She's got some, some MILF energy going. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was like one of those weird long dreams, and we were just trying to like get out of some party or but yeah i don't know but like we're like really horny for each other huh but we didn't bone or anything and also excuse me also in the dream i did have my girlfriend still so it was like i was you knew about i knew yeah like it was like oh i guess i'm gonna like cheat on her or Uh whatever i mean i wasn't like fully hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast yeah yeah well it's mad at everything from a, a specific type of dream analysis I mean, that's I guess I want to have, pretty clear I cheat on her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that you secretly are Larry David. Yes, that would be. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a like 65 year old <laughs> Jewish guy. Oh man, who wears tennis shoes everywhere. <laughs> it's close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> could couple, be worse. I mean, I could be worse. I'd trade bank accounts with them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's... Uh, I mean, a lot of financial humor. Yeah? You know? Yeah. Your big thing. Like, if someone, like, if I'm at the office at work and someone's like, hey, I got to go to the bank real quick, I'm like, hey, get me some money, too. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That'll always get a laugh. Yeah, that kind yeah. Of Anyone need anything? Yeah. I could use 100 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, is that, is that yeah. specifically because of its financial humor? Or is that just the, you know, that's you just like, broke? Like, just always like making jokes like rich, like, oh, okay. oh like, uh, you know, like a Lamborghini drives by. Oh, there goes my, oh, looks yeah. like my car's out of the shop. I should go. Well, because I could see that fitting into, like, you know, Thanksgiving, don't eat too much turkey because that has nothing to do with money, but it's right on brand with that style of comedy. Or is this about rage? Wait, what's only, the joke? <laughs> you know, where people are always like, like, did you eat too much turkey? Ha, ha, ha. Like, just people. Oh, yeah. You know, people just love to n- joke about something that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wish it was, like, the, ha, yeah. have a good weekend, wish it was longer. Oh, right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like non Formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I have to laugh. I'll force myself. You have to. Or else you're a social That's how I guess. laugh, actually. I go, I have to laugh. But you're comics, so like, do you get a professional dispensation? Like, are you exempt from that? We just don't deal with a lot of regular people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I find that. I, I, I have a lot of friends who are comics, and mm. I'm honored that they sort of allow me into yeah. their dismal little circles, <laughs> yeah. their little pathetic social circles. Oh, wow. Damn, dude. <laughs> well, we were going to be nice, but now we're going to destroy yeah. you. Yeah, how'd you get in these circles? You seem yeah. like an asshole. Yeah, I know, I know, but I could take it. That's what, it's, that's what it is. Yeah, you like to hang out with comics, so you're the smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. No. Well, the comics he hangs out with. <laughs> Duncan. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Duncan Trussell is just so high he thinks he's funny that's why <laughs> hey man and he's convincing yeah my cousin was i had this cousin when he was a little kid he would tell these jokes he's like four or five he'd tell these jokes that made no sense whatsoever but he laughed so hard at the end of them that everyone in the room was just cracking up uh, you know? yeah so it encouraged in him this sense of absurdist humor yeah i think that might have been duncan's upbringing yeah that's also kind of any com- like if you have a lot of confidence you'll be a professional comedian uh, like you can say oh, well, whatever you want to pull it off yeah. If, yeah there's the actually a twitter account that i follow i'll see if i can figure it out but it's it's kids jokes i don't know where they it could just be a guy mm-hmm. making these up but they seem kids write jokes at kids write jokes and like okay here's one it's knock knock who's there mummy mummy who daddy <laughs> <laughs> and then oh this is this takes one, a twist this at the end yeah. there doesn't it <laughs> this one made me laugh <laughs> hey what's for dinner cow poo sir it is the french way <laughs> it's like the, the guy's like writing down the joke where it's like you should be yeah. taking your kid needs to be at the hospital something's wrong <laughs> yeah. his brain is seizing up <laughs> Doctor, doctor, I hit my head. What do you want me to do, stupid? <laughs> I mean, there's like misspellings yeah. and stuff, too. So I don't know if like... Oh, wait, here. I moderate a kid's jokes website. A lot of joke submissions can't be published because they don't make any sense. Or the child got a genuine joke completely wrong. So I publish them here instead. Oh, okay. Mm, these are the cast-offs. Yeah, this is like the first week of American Idol. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All the idiots that Never suck. <laughs> so, well, that, but that, that, like, he has good kid jokes somewhere else. They're probably not much better. Yeah, they're probably uh, 
just I don't know how do you catch a unique rabbit yeah how unique up on them Uh, uh, or like uh, probably a lot of shark based humor yeah Mm -hmm. grandma humor and kid humor same yeah I have this thing I don't know if everyone has this but I my humor memory is very kind of strange because I remember like the first seven jokes I ever heard Uh yeah yeah, I can't remember the good ones. I just remember the first ones. Yeah, and they're kid jokes. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, like there, at least where I was growing up, there were a lot of jokes about Pollocks. Yeah, being where dumb. Where did you grow up? Yeah. Western Pennsylvania. I, know I grew you're, up in Philadelphia. You're Philly. My yeah, dad's yeah. from Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Pol- yeah, I grew up in Oregon, and that was Pollock jokes are kind of. I think it was just kind of universal. like we need to like let out some anger. But I don't you, know. Any but Pol- you know why it was Pollocks? <laughs> I figured this out years later. How come World War Two? Oh yeah. And so there were like old dudes in our neighborhoods, like our fathers and grandfathers and uncles and whatever, who were in World War II. World War II, the Polish like lasted three days against the yeah. Germans and they uh, fought them on horseback against panzer divisions. Yeah. So like one of the first jokes I ever heard was, how do you, inv- how do you invade Poland? March in backwards and say you're leaving. <laughs> right? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I knew nothing about World War II, where Poland was, yeah. or why it was funny. I just, the backwards and say you're leaving thing uh-huh. seemed yeah. funny. Yeah. So, it's that's weird, though. Do like, you think it also might be because, like, they were, like, fresh immigrants at a certain point? Like, where people would be like, oh, they're doing things backwards or differently. You know, like, could be, they yeah. were just like, I don't know, just like a yeah, weird... Yeah, making, making fun of... Poor people that you don't understand. And who don't understand your customs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they like, yeah, you know, outsiders. take the trash inside instead of outside. Or so, <laughs> you know, like a dumb Polak. That's yeah. my wife you're talking about. Hey. hey. Polish wife? <laughs> Polish African From Africa. Wife. <laughs> yeah. In Spain, they don't do Polaks. Like in, in, in England, it's the Irish are the stupid mm. ones, right? Mm-hmm. So they get all the jokes. But in Spain, what they do is there's this one little town in southern Spain called Efe. And all the jokes make fun of people from that little town, Effie. Huh. Oh, yeah. And it actually exists. Wow. I mean, that's how, I mean, I grew up in a, like a pretty sort of redneck type area, but each little area had an area that was even more red. Right. So it was all like sheep fucker right. type jokes, you know, but there was some other town that was slightly bigger than us saying the same thing about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I guess Europe is just kind of so compact that yeah. they... There's not a the next town over is an actual different yeah, country. Yeah, it's just like California where it's like, oh, L.A. or yeah, you know, like if you go up to San Francisco, they all have like, oh, what are you from Marin County? <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what you're saying. I was reminded of a joke. I don't think I told this on the podcast. I think I probably told you. I've been telling everybody. Yeah, it's not a very PC joke, but it's just it. I had heard it years ago mm-hmm. and was reminded of it, and it just it it cracks me up. Here's the joke. Okay. Two uh, two gay guys are hanging out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and uh, two gays, two gay guys are hanging out. And the one gay guy says, um, "Hey, let's play hide and go seek. I'll hide, and you look for me. And when you find me, you you get to fuck me up the ass. <laughs> I'll be behind the couch." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's, it's applicable to joke. any situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, yeah, whispering. Like, well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe the whispering adds you, to you it. Could, yeah. You yeah. could get more theatrical and flamboyant yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> I like jokes you can tell in different languages because I live in Spain a lot of my life. And and not a lot of jokes are really hard in different languages, you know, if there's any play on words or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But like, there's this one where the guy's just riding his bike through Ireland, comes over a hill, and there's a. You mentioned sheep fuckers. There's a guy fucking this herd, this sheep, right? Oh, yeah. And there's a, he sees down. There's a house down in the valley, so he rides down the house, and there's a kid in front of the house, and he says, "Hey, kid, are those your sheep up there?" And the kid says, "Yeah." He says, "There's a guy fucking one of your sheep," and the kid says, "Oh, don't worry, that's my dad." <laughs> <laughs> now that. Works Does, in Spanish. It works in Spanish. It's mi padre. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. That A yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. What's the, uh, I don't remember the setup to it, but um, it's like a penguin takes his car to the mechanic. Yeah. And, uh, and something's messed up with this car. I forget the beginning of it, but the punchline is like the, the so the, the penguins, uh, you know, his car's getting worked on. And so he goes and gets some ice cream, needs an ice cream cone and, uh, Comes back, he has some ice cream on his on, on his mouth, mm-hmm. and um, the mechanic says, "Oh, here's I think I found your problem. You, you it looks like you blew a seal." And he goes, "No, what? It's ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't uh, remember the. Uh, I mean, that seems like auto mechanic. It's kind of all you, you need were, is yeah. you know, like, uh, <laughs> telling a penguin that you blew a seal. Anytime, like any joke with like ducks in it, ducks are like just inherently yeah, yeah they're kind of funny, funny, yeah. Uh, my, my, I remember when I was a little kid, my grandma told me a joke about ducks, but it wasn't that funny. And I didn't get it for years. Uh, it was like, why do, how come God doesn't let ducks into heaven? Because they speak foul language. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Grandma. Grandma. Duck humor. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up duck jokes. There was one, like, whenever a duck has, like, uh, you know, like a job or... Whenever you give, like, you know, when the duck's, like, you know, doing something human, that's funny. Yeah. These are, these are all terrible jokes. Uh, all right, yeah, forget that. Forget that duck chunk. So, I used to have a girlfriend who would, like, she loved, I, I knew maybe 10 jokes, that, and she would remind me in parties and things. You know, a tell a joke where the guy's fucking his father. It's like, <laughs> just you just it. did. <laughs> you know, and she just couldn't not do that. And it was always so well-intentioned, but, like, there was no way of breaking her of the habit. You yeah. know, I tried beating her. I electrocuted her. Yeah. Nothing worked. Is that part of your thesis? <laughs> it's the next one. Yeah. I'm working on it. Now I need to get a second PhD because some asshole stole my first one. Oh, really? Yeah. This, oh, this guy right here. Oh, this shit. Guy We're both Duncan. PhDs. Yeah, yeah. Duncan did it. Duncan to stole bust it. his balls. <laughs> and then Duncan told me to do it to also bust his balls. Well, we, we also did the same thing with Tyler, the creator, where we started calling oh, right, ourselves. Yeah. Brendan, the creator. creator. You're all creators. <laughs> we, just love, we just love adding titles. There should be a law deserve. against that. There should I should be able to copyright that shit. Yeah, we can get a credit yeah. card that says we're a doctor we don't we don't I, need to go through the word yeah really well, i had a credit card back i mean this is yeah what was i remember i was trying to tell someone ago. this but i couldn't remember what you had a credit card that said jesus h christ <laughs> and this was like 20 years ago when i first moved to austin good. when they were just giving credit cards away like early 2000s or late 90s yeah and it was just all the uh, I don't know if you remember, but it was just like transfer your balance and get 0% interest oh, for yeah. a year. And then so you would do that and then you'd go, you know, discovered, be like, oh, you do that with us. So okay. you could just have 0% interest for like three years. And they just wanted people to have credit card. And every time I got one, they'd say, oh, you know, you'd had to call on the phone and they'd say, what do you need? You know, how many cards do you do? You have like a wife mm-hmm. or anybody else? Yeah. And, and I would always tell them Jesus H Christ and 
it took like three try like they the first two times I tried it they didn't give it to me and then did you say Jesus or Jesus uh, I just said Jesus age uh, Christ yeah. um, well because you but you also said that you went somewhere and they wouldn't I went, accept it right yeah because then I would like I would pay for bar tabs and stuff because it would say Jesus age Christ <laughs> and it'd be great to have like you know a ninety dollar bar tab you know charged to Jesus age yeah. Christ and so, and I got the bills like I wasn't defrauding anyone right, right? yeah right. um but then one time I was out like I went for a walk and I only had the Jesus H Christ card in my pot. I didn't have my other my real card for some reason. And I went to a head shop to buy something. <laughs> not like something not I wasn't even buying like rolling paper. I forget what I was getting. Like uh I don't know, a magazine or a pack of cigarettes or something. Mm-hmm. And uh and the guy I gave him the card and he was just so he was just pissy. He was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's fine, it works. It's it's a secondary card. I forgot mine. He's like, I'm not fucking taking this. And it, but it was like the, a head shop was the only place where they that's gave so me any funny. grief. Who'd think that that's where they'd have no sense of humor? That's where they'd <laughs> yeah. be uptight. You yeah. Know, a head shop. Yeah. I thought that he was going to like, yeah, he should have like taken a picture of it yeah. and hung it on the wall and, and given you whatever you wanted free. Yeah. Yeah. Come then on. you're like, oh, I'll take a, you know, a bong. And he's like, no, yeah. that's for drugs. <laughs> no, Jesus. He's got a high horse. Yeah. A high horse head shop guy. Yeah. No. You know what people use these for? new character that's when i had um so i also got my this was like you know landlines and phone books and and the um this is when i first moved to austin again and i I got a phone number and caller id the caller id boxes were just coming out so i had my name listed because you could list your name as anything it didn't have to be as long as the bill was in your name you could call the phone book and say hey yeah i want to list it as this so i had my name as a guy chinese and on the caller so when i called my friends it only worked like the first time but on the caller id box it says the last name first yeah. first, Uh so it just said chinese guy (laughs) they would answer and i would you know talk like a chinese guy (laughs) they go oh that's a good one one time when i was flying you know like the different airlines whatever they have last name first or first Uh name first so i entered the wrong, you know, I had my last name mm-hmm. as my first name. My first name is my last name. So when you looked at it, it just said my, you know, it said Randy Lidke. Yeah. But then when I took it up there, they're like, because I was flying uh, standby and they're like, we can't find your name. And they're like, oh, are you, you know, whatever. Right. They discovered that it was switched. Oh, is it this obvious mistake? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like clearly. And the guy was like, okay, well, we have a problem. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's not your name. I go, yeah, you can see what I, yeah. what I did there. I booked the flight at 12 a.m. last night. Yeah. You know, it was a family emergency. And he's like, all right, well, we'll see. You know, he, like, he made me wait, called someone over, and he was like pointing at me. He was being a total dick because he yeah. was like, did you just notice that right now? And I'm like, yep, just as we're talking about it, I noticed that. But yeah. do you kind of see what happened maybe? And he's like, whoa, 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 so, so, so it's wrong, right? Like he kept doing shit like that. What a that. fucking – yeah. Oh, it drove me crazy, and I was like trying to fly to get somewhere – and uh, yeah, and then the, the, he called the lady over who was like his boss, and I would, like made sure to get go stand next to them. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah, he, he, he that's a common mistake." And he's yeah. Like, okay, I just wanted to you know. And she's like, "Yeah, I mean, just wanted a, to have a little power oh, for a little while." God. Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, you know, I just like wanted to make him feel bad." So I was like, "Yeah, I booked it at one a.m. last night because my dad had a heart attack. I'm trying to go see yeah. him, you know. So that's probably what happened, you know." Yeah. And then he's like, okay, all right. And I was like, can I have my ticket? And he's like, okay. You know, he made me wait like 10 more minutes. Yeah. I made a, I was just in San Francisco uh, uh, performing at the Punchline, which is like the best club in the country. 
and uh, they had the best comedian in the country. So it was like a win-win. Braggart. Uh, well, no. Well, <laughs> that wasn't even a humble brag. I, I, I was, that was just a brag was, brag. So and at the hotel there, there's a there's <laughs> like, you know, a, a fine. It's an okay restaurant in the lobby or whatever. And I got in the day of the show, of the first show, and um, went up and... and uh, I had like you know I had like an hour to kill before I was going to leave or an hour and a half and just had it I was like okay I'll go down to the restaurant and it was still like early like there wasn't like a dinner rush time it was like 6 it was a little before 6 I was like okay I'll go down and I'll I'll charge my phone and go through the notes on my phone and kind of like you know work on figure out what you know my act and stuff and I go down there and the hostess at the and there's a table right up front it's a four top but there's an outlet right next to it. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, just me. And uh, can I sit there? Because I need to charge my phone and I have work to do. And she's like, oh, sorry, we have reservations. You can't, you can't sit there. And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, come on. Like, I mean, you have plenty of tables. And she's like, I'm sorry, we just can't. And I knew she was lying to me right off the bat. And she, Yeah, she wanted to hold it just in case someone Just came. in case. Yeah. And, but it's like, there's enough. I'm going to be here for, you know, I'm going to have a soup and salad. Like, you know, I'm not ordering... It's just me. It's, I'm going to take 30 minutes. Yeah. So she sticks to her, and they're walking me back to, like, this shitty little one top where I'm invisible to the waiter, it turns. Like, she fucking ruined my whole night. Like, because I even said on the way to the little table, I said, you're sure you need that table specifically for a reservation? Yes. And in this, I, I thought about this afterwards. What I should have said to her was, okay, so it, when I'm done eating... If that table's still empty, will is my can my dinner be free? That's what I should have said. I didn't think about. But you it, should but. have said it was like I don't want to be here anymore and like go somewhere. Well, else. But there I is know. no place. I know, know but if it's gonna ruin, you know, like because now they're not gonna give you good service, and now you know what I mean. Well, like, the guy was fine, the waiter, yeah. but I was just like, in, you know, I was tucked away in this corner. He brought my soup out and then disappeared for twenty five minutes. So yeah. like, and I can't even work on anything because I'm just like yeah. fuming, knowing that table's empty up there, even though I couldn't see it. So uh, finally get like my salad and, and um, whatever, you know, it's like, it's like 645 now. I was like, this was supposed to be 20, 30 minutes. And now it's like, here we are almost an hour later yeah. and uh, my phone's dead and I didn't work on my act and it's all because of this fucking asshole. And I walk back up and, you know, as I'm leaving, the table's still empty, of course. And then I just kind of like, you know, looked at her and like left and I was up in my room just <laughs> so livid, like like losing my mind. Yeah. Just like, that motherfucker, she <laughs> fucked my life up. Fuck her. And I go back down and I'm like, and she's standing. And you could tell she's just like, you know, she knows what she did. And I just went down and I said, why did you lie to me? You like ruined everything. Why did you lie? And she's like, I didn't. We have reservations. I was like, where are they? It's an hour and a half now. There's still empty tables. Yeah. And she's like, what, well, do you want to talk to my manager? And I was like, yeah, I do. I never, I never do this shit. You know, I never. And I'm like, yeah, go get your manager. And uh, so she disappears for a while and comes back. Oh, he's not in his office. And then she like makes a call on herself. And okay, he's going to be here in a minute or whatever. And then I'm just standing at the hostess stand next to her. Like, well, now you're wasting, like you're wasting even more. Money. And then like, I'm waiting there for like another five minutes plus. And I'm like, where, what's going on? Where is she's like, oh, he lives up the street. He said that he'll come down. And then I was just like, you know what? Forget it. You win. You win. There's nothing's going to happen. But this is the first night. This story doesn't end with you hooking up with her? No, it just ends with me. 
Oh, the Rancor shit. I know we missed it. That's the Rancor. Oh, <laughs> do you have anything? Do you have a rant? Anything chapping your ass? Now you get the idea of how it works. Yeah. Is this how it works? We just take turns around. Something that really pissed you pissed you off recently? Somebody cut you off in traffic? Or, uh, or somebody lied? I mean, that's like a good theme. Like, there's got to be something where, yeah. you know, like a power trip that somebody like, where they're like, nope. Like you received, like, a bad blowjob. <laughs> no, it really chaps my ass. Yeah. Uh, no, I've got a podcast. Um, I've got like subgenres in my podcast. Mm-hmm. So the main one I do is conversations with people, and then uh, and then I do uh, Toma, which is talking out my ass when I just tell stories about traveling when I was mm-hmm. young and adventurous and crazy. And then there's Roma ranting out my ass. Oh, okay. Where I, you I just have farted an in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the longest, most yeah. audible fart. Got a, got a waterproof mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's where I get it out. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have anything to rant about now. I'm fresh. I, I'm clean. I ranted in my own podcast two days ago, so I'm pretty... Yeah. What were you ranting about there? Oh, fuck. Give us a little remember. teaser. We'll get some, uh, uh, get some boneheads over Well, there. a lot of what it is is uh, I read people's emails, Okay, you know, and uh, so someone... I think the first one was someone was asking me why I didn't consider myself a Marxist anymore, so I ranted about Marxism and... Communism and socialism. Randy doesn't, Randy doesn't know what any of those things are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you like Mark McGrath solo, but not when he was in Sugar Ray. Yeah, you're exactly. a Marxist. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he likes Groucho, but not Harpo. <laughs> exactly. Chico, most underrated. Underrated. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't remember what the rest of them were. I re- love relationships. You know, I rant a lot about um, sexual hangups. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what your whole book. Uh, that's what Sex at Dawn's about. Sex at Dawn. Yeah. Partly, I guess. Yeah. Sex at Dawn's about how humans evolved sexually before civilization. Mm-hmm. So ninety-five percent of our existence as a species, how we interacted sexually mm-hmm. before culture, religion, all this stuff started getting overlaid on top of it, making us feel guilty and, you know, this is wrong, pleasure's bad, you yep. know. Those stupid age of consent laws. Yeah, stuff like that. I have, I mean, let's talk about, I have a question, and this is a theory I've had for a while, and just so you know, it has nothing to do with me. Uh, asking for a friend? Yes, yeah. asking for a friend. because oh, your girlfriend would get mad? No, 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 because it's, uh, you'll know why. Okay. Um, so we're talking about... Uh, You're the friend. Evolution, <laughs> evolution, sexual evolution. Uh, so, like, in our culture, like, if you come too fast, it's a bad thing. But when humans were evolving, you probably had to come really fast so you didn't get eaten by a big monster <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, actually, that's a very good thing yeah. because you, to, to be able to spread your seed faster uh-huh. is a positive thing uh-huh. because you're going to – Because higher... you didn't have the leisure time of, like, you know of, – Of getting eaten by an animal, of, right. you know, you're, you're sealing the deal faster, you're, you're, yeah. you're impregnating more people at once. Same goes with eating. Like, you know, just to – well, I to mean, not fast, fast, but just, like – like it was uh, more utilitarian than like uh, a thing you do. Yeah, it's like oh well, we have to eat to survive, and now it's like oh, let's spend three hours at a restaurant. Yeah. Well, the thing, the things that and were, you know, like fats and sweets weren't that readily available. So like we've grown to like enjoy these things more mm. because they keep us alive. But now that they're so available, we just eat them. Yeah. in excess. But do you agree with my coming uh, my fast? coming thing? Well, I, I think part of it. Uh, you could find some evidence for that in anthropology and archaeology, but not because of the scary monster. Well, not the mon- but, but maybe <laughs> like maybe two things. Like 
Because, like, if it, let's say they're two animals and they're out in the wild, they're having sex. They're pretty vulnerable while they're to having monsters. sex to a predator. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're <laughs> you're very vulnerable uh, to predators. You're vulnerable to disease. You're vulnerable to other members of your species who might get pissed off yeah. that you're fucking her or she's fucking him or whatever. So yeah, there's definitely enhanced vulnerability in associated with intercourse. Um, but the reason males evolve to come quicker than females, uh, I would argue and have argued in Sex at Dawn, is that we're a group, um, a multi-male, multi-female mating species. Okay. So we sort of evolved in a group sex situations mm-hmm. where it made sense for males to come and then lose interest yeah. because then other males could have sex with the female. Okay. And then it, it also makes sense in that scenario that the female will get um, turned on more gradually and be more interested in continuing. Mm-hmm. Even if she comes, she wants to come again and keep going. Mm-hmm. So once you see our ancestors having this sort of group sex scenario around the fire yeah. for hundreds of thousands, of years, then things make sense. It also makes sense, for example, uh, in the context of vulnerability, why do women make so much noise having sex? Yeah. Calling in the leopards and the tigers and stuff, okay. right? That's called female copulatory vocalization. Oh, man. And it's found in Say it again. female copulatory vocalization. <gasps> okay. Dude, we could, uh... Oh, good Lord. Make a beat out of that. Yeah. <laughs> FCV baby. <laughs> so do you think so like the the reason that they would come uh take a lot more time is so they could have more chances of getting pregnant. Well, they're having sex with different men and that's uh a good strategy for having a healthier baby. Yeah. Um, because all the, the jizz mixes together. The jizz, there's like jizz oh, competition, right, yeah, yeah. sperm competition. We had one of those in we uh, did. one after the podcast. Podcast number one, we had a jizz competition. We all jizzed in the same cup. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Let that's him fight it out. Yeah, was, yeah. was Duncan the guest? <laughs> yeah. Put it on a Bunsen burner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the sperm competition uh, helps the woman have a healthier baby because mm-hmm. the there are ways that her body distinguishes between the different sperm based upon the um, immune system signature that's contained this chemically contained in the sperm in her body the mm-hmm. egg actually can sense that okay um, and uh, it also is good it evolved into our species because it enhances group solidarity cooperation everybody's getting laid uh, it, it sort of worked on many different levels mm-hmm. yeah so that's essentially the argument of sex at dawn, that our ancestors were not um, monogamous, pair-bonded mm-hmm. uh, primates, as most theorists argue, um, but that we were actually sort of orgiastic mm-hmm. until very recently, until about five to 10,000 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, that's why it's so hard. That's yeah. why monogamy is yeah. so hard. That's why, why gangbang porn is so popular. Why are people so many things. have this jealousy in them? So I, I realize like everyone has a problem with uh, monogamy. Everyone yeah. does probably. Like, you know, stuff crosses their mind. But why, if, if, if that's the case, then how come everyone still has like that jealousness in them? Yeah, well, there are different ways of looking at that. Uh, what I argue is that in as much as it's an expression of insecurity, yeah. jealousy is innate mm-hmm. in us as it is in most mammals. Yeah. You don't want to lose something that's valuable and okay. important to you, right? Yeah. Um, but different cultures either sort of, um, what's the word, feed that insecurity or 
uh, diminish it. Mm-hmm. And so we happen to live in a culture that enhances it. Yeah. So as um, we're growing, we, we slowly learn that. We learn that, baby, you're the one for me. When yeah. we're, you know, Valentine's Day in fourth grade, you get a little, you give a girl a heart that says, be mine. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be yours. And there's this whole property-based understanding of, mm-hmm. of interaction, human interaction. We're raised by one or two parents. Mm-hmm. So we have this, we're born with this sense that everything is coming from one or two people. And, oh, my God, if we lose them, we're dead. Yeah. Whereas hunter-gatherer kids are raised by all the adults in the group. So it's a more dispersed sense of safety and mm-hmm. nourishment and love and all that. And also mass media really enhances this idea that love is about possession. So in Sex of Dawn, for example, we talk about, uh, what's that song? Uh, when a Man Loves a Woman, uh-huh. Percy Sledge. You ever listen to the words to that song? It's one of the great love songs of all time. Yeah. When a man loves a woman, he'll give her ver- his very last dime to buy her the things she needs. Yeah. He'll turn his back on his best friend if he puts her down. Uh-huh. He'll sleep out in the rain if she says that's the way it has to be. Yeah. Is that fucking love? That's pathetic. Yeah, it's yeah. when a pathetic man yeah. loves a woman. And that woman's not going to love you back if no. you behave in that way. No. You got no dignity. Is this... this? It's not turned up. Oh. So ultimately... Uh, it's, I don't know. I'm not playing anything but okay. right now. Ultimately, we live in a scarcity-based world, mm-hmm. right? Economically and emotionally. Scarcity. That's my favorite Halloween. Uh, scarcity. Come on down. Downtown <laughs> scarcity. <laughs> and hunter-gatherers, our ancestors lived in a plentitude-based society where everything was shared and there mm-hmm. was enough for everyone and everyone had direct access. So I know it sounds Rousseauian. Read the book to get the more subtle arguments, but that's the, that's no, the general I like outline. I, I, that's, that's so interesting to me. Hunter Gatherers is my favorite boy band member too. Hunter Gatherer, yeah, Hunter Gatherers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> from In uh, Sync, I think he was. Are you? Uh, are you and your wife monogamous? Uh, we never talk about the specifics of our relationship. We made that decision before the book came out mm-hmm. because we knew that we'd get that question. And, oh, right. You yeah, know, yeah, probably and a million. Once person. you start talking about it. In personal terms, I mean, it doesn't work in many ways. One is that you become either an advocate or a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. So, like, wait a minute. That's one thing. Second thing is the book is a book of science. It's not mm-hmm. a book of advice. It's right. not telling yeah. anyone monogamy is wrong or, um, you know, you should be, everyone should be swingers or, yeah. you know, go to orgies or something like that. It's just saying, I, you know, like I said in my TED talk, I said um, monogamy is like vegetarianism. It can be healthy it can be you know optimal mm-hmm. you can decide to be a vegetarian it's great but that doesn't make you an herbivore right? right you're still an omnivore who's choosing not to eat meat similarly with um you know polyamory or whatever kind of relationship yeah. model you have uh you choose it but you choose it against the context of knowing what sort of animal you are mm-hmm. and so the challenges there to come and so the only advice we give in the book is to be more sort of compassionate and forgiving of yourself and your partner, you know, in the right. context of understanding that, Hey, it's just cause you love someone doesn't mean you're not going to stop being attracted to other people. Yeah. And the fact that you or she is attracted to someone else doesn't mean they don't love you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you've got a fucked up relationship. It just means you're homo sapiens. Hell yeah. Damn! <laughs> 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 no, it makes perfect sense. And the other thing is, look, my wife and I have been together 17 years. Mm -hmm. 
relationships change. Yeah. So if I answered that question eight years ago when the book came out, it would be a different answer, you know, mm-hmm. five years later or five years after that. So yeah. we just don't get into that. I'll tell you later. Well, and with the... Um, <laughs> but I do feel... Because, like, in my experience i mean not real experience but like when you have kind of an open relationship thing they're kind of doomed uh well i mean it depends i mean everybody's different i mean i'd never had like a real committed open relationship but uh i've known people it just seems like you're really opening the doors for somebody to get the short end of the stick at some point without the like with the hunter gatherer thing when there's a bunch of people to choose from then it's like, oh, well, everybody's kind of taking when care of. But when there's that. just yeah. yeah, two people doing it, and also like age, like when you're if you're in your twenties doing it, like right. you're fucked. That's not going to last. Well, it depends. Well, come Again. on, how many relationships last in your twenties? Well, none. No, I well, mean, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. You I got sure. you know, people say this all the time, or I get a therapist who say to me, "Well, every couple I've ever had in you know my office with an open relationship has had troubles." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's why they're in your yes, fucking exactly. office, lady." Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like there's all this <laughs> self selection going on. Yeah. A lot of people I know that's like a, an AIDS doctor being like everyone has AIDS yeah <laughs> every single person has it <laughs> but uh, a lot of people who have open relationships don't talk about it because there's still a lot of social stigma around it so, and especially for thanks. women you know like they oh oh then she'll fuck anyone like no that's yeah. not what it means dude yeah and it, you would get tired of answering the same exact questions over and over and over and over yeah just like if you had a, a broken arm you'd be like i don't want to talk about my broken thank arm. you come right oh, sorry <laughs> yeah yeah again. wait i had another uh... thank you come again <laughs> thank you <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Sorry. So that's good. I got to figure out how to do this on my podcast. Yeah. These little things. <laughs> little, <laughs> your little. <laughs> yeah, we're, we, when we started, we were trying that's to be groovy. more, more uh, morning radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's. Yeah. Should we do the traffic? The weather? Okay. We could. Let's, let's call. Uh, we could we call someone it. and ask oh, them what you, the traffic's <laughs> like. <laughs> do you do you like talk to let's your phone? Let's call somebody. Oh. <laughs> Bone zone weather. <laughs> Bone zone news break. Gonna talk. <laughs> we got it all. You got yeah, it all. You yeah. guys are them set. That's amazing. So should we do a news break? Who, who should we? Want to do some celebrity gossip? Bone zone celebrity gossip. Okay. Listen to all the interesting stories about famous people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any yeah. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of this is Beyonce. an idea for uh, Pregos. Oh yeah, Beyonce is pregnant for the first time. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> People say I like. I think there's a conspiracy that their other kid she didn't that she didn't uh, carry. Oh really? Kid, yeah. Damn. I don't know. I have enough conspiracies. I'm I'm wound up in right now. Pizzagate, top of the list. Damn, dude. You into that? Did you hear Rogan and uh, Alex Jones the other day? I watched the, because uh, like lately that's been my go-to kind of uh, conspiracy that I've been keeping my eye on. Uh-huh. Um, and that came, you know, like when I was searching for videos that came up. And I mean, everything they said I was already aware of. Uh, and right off the bat when it came out and it was debunked immediately and everybody's like just arguing fake news, that was fake, that was debunked, that was debunked. It's like, well, how was it debunked? It's like nobody looked into it and there's all these weird emails that are nobody's saying the emails are fake 
Um, but do you really believe that Obama is a gay pedophile? No, no. Well, you see, I think that there's maybe something going on in between. Like that's what I like. There's not. There's not. Yeah. There's probably. There's not this pizza place that is like this underground railroad for democratic. Pedophiles. Right. But the the pizza language was supposed to be well, you know, related to kids. Somehow. There's a lot of circumstantial. Like you know, Podesta and Dennis Hassert are right. good buddies. Dennis. And this is somebody brought this up. It might have even been Duncan, or maybe it was another comic. But like, you know, with Podesta and like Bill Clinton and that like Epstein guy um, who's like a convict. Either way, when they're how many convicted pedophiles do you guys know? Six, <laughs> like just in my family or in general. <laughs> um, do you, like I mean, do you are you close friends with a convicted pedophile? Or, well, I know I mean, people I who are on the sex offender registry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not pedophiles. It's a you know guy who was eighteen when he fucked his fifteen year old exactly. girlfriend, and well, you know it's like there's a lot of people on that registry. Well, my point is, it's and I'm not talking about the registry. I'm talking about world class Jeffrey Epstein, Dennis Hastert, um, the who's the Penn State guy? Oh, right, the uh, Sandusky. Sandusky. Like. Yeah. I, I, most people don't aren't close personal don't have close personal ties with people like this, or These don't people, know they do. Or yeah, true. You um, know, right? But like you know, like Bill Clinton, for example, is like yeah, is, has a, there's a direct. He was like going to this island with this convicted pedophile who. It was called the Lolita Express. He had all these like kind of underage girls on the island. Um, Podesta and Dennis Hastert, like Dennis Hastert, is you know in jail for molesting kids i just think there's a lot of circumstantial like there are connections um with uh you know like this the podesta and dennis hastert and also the uh yeah the weird language in the emails the the fact that it was like you know debunked right away and also i find it odd that there at at the same time there was this this uh pedophile kitty porn ring in norway that was busted just you know are you familiar with this it was like something like 1500 people and it was like 140 terabytes of child pornography was confiscated which like to put it in perspective i think the library of congress is something like 600 terabytes of stuff so that you know that's gone completely unreport like it's completely unreported here which I find odd. Like, wouldn't you think that would be like a big story around the world? And it is, except here. Hmm. Um, and there's and one I, in England too, a couple of years ago. There's one in England. Well, and then there's also um, there was just something like four or five hundred people arrested in California for sex trafficking uh, kids. Huh. And again, it wasn't a huge story. I'm just saying this stuff happens. Yeah. And the England thing, yeah, there was a lot of politicians, a lot of rich people. I'm just saying that, like. It's, yeah, I mean, on, on the Alex Jones end of the spectrum, if you believe every little, you know, part of the conspiracy, that's crazy. But also just like brushing it off as like, well, that's too nuts to be true is also is just as bad. Right. right. So I, I think that it's like it's worth looking into whenever the like, you know, whenever something's just kind of like brushed. No, no, no. What, the way it was brushed aside, I was like, oh, that makes me feel like yeah. there might be something going on there. 
Yeah, I, I have trouble with this stuff. I was listening to the Rogan thing with Alex Jones, and I was about an hour and a half into it, and it's like, Jesus Christ, I, it bothers me how much of this I'm agreeing with. Yeah. You know, because the, the fact is that I'm extremely skeptical of the mainstream story. I mean, Sex mm-hmm. Adon is a book-length argument against the mainstream narrative of human sexual evolution. Right. Essentially, what we argue in the book is that what's being presented as science is politics. And this happens all the time in science that, you know, you know, in the 1800s and late 1800s, there was a disease called drapedomania Mm -hmm. and it was in the medical books. There were articles about it in the medical journals. There were treatment protocols for it. There were, you know, lists of symptoms, how you could recognize the disease and so on and so forth. What was drapedomania? It was the irrational desire of black slaves to escape slavery. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, they were sick. Right. right. Uh, masturbation. There was this war on masturbation there. You know, Kellogg, who the Kellogg family, you know, wrote this book is a bestseller, how to raise your children. And he was recommending that if your little girl touches her clitoris, you pour carbolic acid onto her clitoris. And Does if you feel good. and if you and if your little if your boy is masturbating you tie you you sew his foreskin closed with fucking wire all right i mean barbaric shit that was just totally normalized like well you just got to do it you know so i'm totally sympathetic to people who say hey the mainstream message is often insane lies and bullshit yeah um on the other hand I mean, if I look at Obama and Michelle and the daughters, if that guy's a fucking pedophile, then my ability to judge a person by looking at their face is zero. Yeah. You know, I just don't see evil there. I see incompetence sometimes. I see see a guy who didn't fight hard against people who are way more evil and nasty than he, you know, I think he's overly optimistic. I mean, we don't need to get into politics, but... I just, you know, come on, that guy's not fucking little kids. That's yeah. just not. If that's happening, then I don't know where the hell I am. Yeah, well, but I mean, you know, if somebody, I mean, like Jared from Subway. Well, I guess he wasn't really fucking. Little. He always creeped me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, you the, know, the hoagie guys. Yeah, like, you um, know, or that guy, that British guy who was yeah like, Seville. Yeah, was I mean, that was a creepy fuck. Yeah. from the get go. I don't. I wasn't really aware of him until that happened because yeah. he was famous. He was English, but he was famous in Australia, wasn't he? Was I don't way? know. Um, and not to go back to the Pizzagate thing, no. But like all the pictures on that guy's instagram which a lot of people which he closed the the guy who ran the pizza place there were like some there was some really disturbing weird sexual shit on there um i'm just saying that there's like i I don't know i don't think that there's absolutely there's weird shit you remember what about that guy in the during the bush administration the bush two uh remember there was this like military male hooker who got press credentials that was that was the first Bush. No, I that think. was Bush Jr. Because Karl Rove uh-huh. was in the cabinet, and my theory was that Karl Rove and this guy were fucking. Yeah, probably. Um, and Karl Rove's father was a famous gay man mm-hmm. who was really into genital piercing. Mm-hmm. And in fact, was on the cover of Genital Piercing magazine. <laughs> so much so, <laughs> yeah, right. he started. He started this magazine, and yeah, 
So I think Carl Rove is a creep, creepy guy. I think he's got some weird are. shit going on for sure. Well, there was in the first, or maybe it was the Reagan administration, there was a big scandal that got swept under the rug of male prostitutes. There were all these like underage male prostitutes taking these late night White House tours. Yeah, um, I vaguely remember. And there that. was uh, that was also there was this Franklin, yeah, some kind of Franklin conspiracy. But it wasn't a conspiracy. It was like this guy who ran like a boys. It was like a Jerry Sandusky kind of thing. Had right. like a boys town situation. Turned out he was like you know exploiting these young boys. And and I think where the conspiracy was that like that they were saying he was supplying like young boy prostitutes to right. people in Washington and and then the DC madam. Remember her. Uh, yeah, was that? She, I don't remember her. Well, name. she, I don't remember her name either, but she had uh, these books where yeah. she had kept records of who she was sending hookers to. Right. And it included, like, the guy uh, from Louisiana, Vitter, David Vitter. Okay. And, his, and, and she also noted their, their kinks. Okay. Oh. So his thing was to, like, be in diapers and be, like, spanked and, you know, put talcum nice. on his balls or something. <laughs> He's still in the Senate, this guy. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, Cheney was the. the Poker games that Cheney and and um, I think uh, what's uh, Rumsfeld were at that she would send hookers to. Yeah. Anyway, that you know somebody got busted, something happened. She was going to go to trial. She had said like I've got these books. I'm going to you know of course I'm going to talk. Mm-hmm. She was herself. Yeah. She yeah. was in Florida at her mother's house and she hanged herself. That happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just before trial. Yeah. Well, oh, I guess she couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. I think I'll think I'll kill myself. I know. Yeah. It's it's uh things aren't as like black and white, but it is that um uh what do they call the uh cognitive uh dissidence where like people just can't Yeah. Because once you start accepting that that's possible, then everything just starts. Well, that's what I was saying. It's like I look at you know, if that turned out to be true that Obama was, you know, this incredibly evil fuck then I would feel as if I, my sense of North and South and East and West is wrong. Like yeah. I can't, then I, it would be so devastating for me personally mm-hmm. that I don't want to believe it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, that's, that's not science though. What you want to believe shouldn't affect what you do believe. There was something when you talked about the madam that I reminded me. Oh, kinks. That's uh, oddly, my kink is, uh, <laughs> Listening to the band The Kinks oh, when I'm having okay. sex. Ray Davies. That's uh, cool. I make my girlfriend put on a Ray Davies mask. Yeah. <laughs> For all the Kinks fans out there slaying. Yeah. You know, in, in Spain, Queen is a really popular band still. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really popular among, like, sort of motorhead, hard-ass dudes. Nice. They have no idea it's a gay band. Um, oh, really? They have no clue. Well, that's odd. Well, I, what is it with, like, I mean, I know, like, South America, it seems like Spanish-speaking places hold on to, like, there's certain, like, the Ramones were, like, huge in, like, Argentina up until, like, you know, yeah. they all died. Well, there's yeah. still one or two alive. But it's, uh, I always found that interesting where it's like, oh, Kiss could just go, you know, to yeah. some weird country you never heard of and uh, sell out a 300,000-seat arena where... They play the soccer games. And oh, with the Queen thing, too, I find interesting that... And I didn't know it... I don't think it was a thing, because in Texas, there were, Texas was the first place I lived that had like a large like Mexican population. And here, with all the like uh, Mexican like Cholo guys, love Morrissey, yeah. which I find... 
I was blown away by that, but it's like yeah. such common knowledge here. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, it's just. But like, it's almost like the yeah. Queen thing, where it's like, well, Do I mean, you, good music is good music. Yeah, yeah, it's funny what gets lost in translation. Yeah, I don't know. Leonard Cohen, huge in Spain. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I, I'd never heard of Leonard Cohen until I got to Spain, and everyone's like, "Oh, you must love Leonard Cohen." I like, never heard of him. Who is he? What? Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys know who Leonard Cohen is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh. But not, you know, I have a, I mean, I know a handful of his songs. Yeah, Actually, I feel I like mean, in the last five or well, since six he years, died, I've been yeah. knowing who he was more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. But I, I actually have been aware of him for a long time because I'm a big fan of the band Ween. Yeah. And uh, they're, they have this album, The Pod, that it's, they mimic the Leonard Cohen album cover, except they have a, the guy, like he's like standing by like a curtain or. I think it's it's probably his most popular album. Yeah. Either way, they copied his his album cover, but they're huffing. They created a there's like a dome that the guy has over his head so he can huff Scotch Guard through <laughs> these tubes. What was the guy? Uh, oh dang, he died in the last couple of years, and he sang the the. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh dang it! No, no. Uh, that I get high with a little help from my friends. Who George Harrison. No, but like the 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 Wonder Years version of Joe it. Cocker. Joe Cocker. Did he die? I don't, I don't think, think I think, so. I think Joe Cocker died. Joe Cocker will never die, Let's man. Look it up, boy. You're about to. Joe Cocker is one of those guys everyone thought would be dead by 1968. Yep, 2014. Yeah. He died just oh, recently. Fuck, man. Right before Christmas, but he ruined to... my day. He was still popular all the way up until he died. Yeah. In, in Europe and different places because. Mm. I worked at a gelato place like six years ago uh-huh. and uh, his, I can't remember, if, someone in his band, like original member of his band that was still in his band would mm-hmm. come in with his wife all the time and she was like, yeah, he's in Australia now. You know, like they were still doing like stadiums and shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, that guy can't afford gelato anymore probably. No. It's fucked. No, he's probably, he's probably doing all right. Well, remember I, I had dinner with... Uh, uh, Drew's friend, uh, little Steven. Yeah. Uh, of from the Baxter yeah. East street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was, he was all talking about, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, in the States we just, you know, we play like arenas, but you know, overseas we play stadiums. And I'm just yeah. like, Oh, poor you, you know, <laughs> he's got, I've been watching the Sopranos too. He's on that. Yeah. He's got yeah. A good acting career going. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had the good first, on that. the first Netflix original series. Yeah. What was it called? Lily Hammer. Lily Hammer, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, there are a lot of, like, there's a lot of responsibility. Like, I went and saw one of the, the second-to-last Motley Crue show at the Staples Center. Yeah. And I'm, I'm apparently in the, they made, like, a DVD of it. And because the guy I went with, he's, like, this crazy fan, had, like, front-row-center seats. <laughs> the show was good. But yeah, you see us. I, yeah, DVD? yeah. I want to put it on my IMDb page. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, you just see, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all these. Like, I have screenshots. All these ladies with big, tall, bleached ass hair. The older ladies. It's you, a weird crowd. You should have showed like, your tits. <laughs> I did. Well, I'm always showing my tits. Really, all my shirts. <laughs> yeah. Are designed. I, I have them sanded down in the tit area, so oh, it's damn. extra thin. When the, material. the guitar fire hits, you can just see right Ooh, through your yeah, shirt. Yeah. I remember uh, watching this UFC thing with uh, Rogan was was uh, announcing it and 
Duncan and Ari oh, Shafir. What he's doing it. I was on the phone with them do with the uh the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Uh, I saw them kissing. Oh, oh yeah, they did that too. <laughs> doing, yeah, that's yeah so he funny. was texting. He was just like, "Hey, tell me more things to do." We're like, "We keep me on Like, do the Illuminati oh, thing." Dude. That's so funny. They're kissing yeah. in the UFC yeah. fight yeah. ringside. <laughs> the that's bo- so both fighters agree ever. to stop and go kick their ass. <laughs> that's off brand, bro. I mean, that's right up there with, like, you know, African fists in the air in the Olympics. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a protest against machismo. It's so funny. <laughs> well, the, but what I was going to say about that, I wasn't just bragging about my, being in Motley Crue's final oh, okay. show okay. video. Uh, but you think about, like, guys like, well, talking about Joe Cocker, I had overheard because we went to this, like, this guy got this whole full package thing. You meet and greet and you get to go early and walk around on the stage and shit. Meet and greet? Like yeah. like yogurt and, and then, meat. No, it's you <laughs> no. shake hands and butt oh. fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what <laughs> shaking hands and grease is. Yeah. Backdoor access. Yeah, it's Mick Mars fucked me in the butt. Um, <laughs> it's a backdoor pass, not a backstage pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I got the wrong one. Oh, no. Oh, get off me, bro. <laughs> They're all gangbanging me. <laughs> no, but I felt I overheard um, all the roadies talking. There were some, like, old roadies yeah. who've been, I mean, not like, but they were... Late fifties, sixty, and they've just been like that's what they could count on Motley Crue yeah. to yeah. like be. You know, they'd be on the road eight months out of the year or whatever, and they probably all made good wages. I don't know what kind of union situation Roadies yeah. had, but it was. I was like, oh fuck, that's just like when you're in you when on. you do something like that where you just yeah. rely on other people, and it's like, oh, once he's done, I'm fine. Yeah. Like Sam Kinison had like a group of comics that he traveled around with. You step and we're on all that, like, uh, that hamster wheel or whatever. Wait, what? I don't know. It's like you're like, this is what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden oh, you yeah. turn around and you're like, oh shit, I've been doing that for that long. Yeah. I guess everyone. But it's like, what that, are, but. you know, what's, what's a 58 year old roadie going to do? Like, I mean, I guess there's other bands. Like, I guess, you know, other roadies die. Probably not a long lifespan. And, pretty high roadie turnover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and heavy metal yeah. bands. Yeah. Impaled another one today. <laughs> fell, fell from the scaffolding. Yeah. What um what are you uh what are you up to these days? Are you promoting are you doing do you have another book or uh... I've been working on another book for years now. I've been selling the T shirts for about five years. What's so the that's t-shirt? covered. It's called Civilized to Death. Okay. And uh, a guy who listens to my podcast made a design of this sad chimpanzee with an iPhone and a Big Mac. And um, it sent it to me. And I was like, wow, that'd be great on a T-shirt. He's like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, let's do it. Go for it. So I printed them up and people are buying them like crazy. Oh, I've sold thousands of oh, them. Nice. Thousands? Yeah, but Holy I haven't shit. finished the fucking book. So. <laughs> is that what the book is called? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so this is off topic. This is the opposite. Maybe we should have an opposite of Rant Corner. Oh, because this is uh, the printing the T-shirts makes uh, reminded me of this. I ordered a sweatshirt mm-hmm. from the Flat Earth Society. Oh, that's another little rabbit hole I've been crawling into. Uh, oh, flat please. Earth stuff. No, Come no, no. Now. I don't know, but it's just right. it's, it's interesting to just kind of <laughs> see. Not yet. But once he gets the hoodie, well, no, but we'll I, I it, <laughs> it's nice. I mean, I could probably argue for it. Like, you know, it'd be you know. nice to like get yeah. into no, it with someone. Not and with just me, act. please. Well, because I used to, uh, <laughs> I used to before. But I mean, smartphones killed everything because people can just debunk yeah. you right away. Yeah. But I used to argue with people that uh, I would say, "Oh, making copies, the Steve Meister, the Saturday Night Live sketch." 
And I'd always say, oh, that, that was my favorite Mike Myers character. And it wasn't Mike Myers. It was Rob Schneider. But people can never remember Rob Schneider's name. And I would just insist that it was Mike Myers. And it would drive people crazy because a lot of people just, they're not positive about many things. Yeah. But they were positive. They were right about that. Yeah. And they just couldn't. Uh, we well, used to tell people that Billy Blank, or was it Billy, B- the Tybo guy? I remember you telling me, but you always tell people that that guy died. Uh, oh, Gene Hackman was the. No, one I know, but like in converse, like you'd just be like talking to someone, and you'd be like, "Yeah, did your Billy uh, Billy Blanks <laughs> died, or is that his name? Billy Blanks or Billy, Blank or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you hear people starting it in a different. Oh, yeah, smartphones killed. Typo all that. guy. So, are you but, like, are so, you generally an oppositional guy? Do you like? Pushing people's buttons. Yes, because yes. yeah. that's your Twitter. Your Twitter thing yeah. is I, I, it's hilarious. Sometimes the shit you say. <laughs> I love when you and Duncan get into shit. It's oh, just yeah. like he just spins off into absurdity. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Yeah, that kind of shit is my favorite shit to do. <laughs> but so okay, well, so the flat Earth. I was uh, uh-huh. looking at flat Earth stuff and went to a website. It had a shop. And I was like, oh, I'll get a flat Earth sweatshirt to wear around Flat Earth Society, and it was. Um, <laughs> It was. They were designed through cafe. It was like a third cafe press. Is uh, this is yeah. my non rant corner yeah, thing? Yeah. But just um, like, don't wear your flat Earth sweatshirt to a head shop guy. Uh, oh guy yeah, the Jesus Christ. My Jesus H Christ credit card. <laughs> yeah. um, so I order the shirt or the sweatshirt, and it's like it's huge. Like their whatever brand sweatshirt they use runs like a full size big than what conspiracy it's theorists to tend to be fat. Yeah, I guess, yeah. If you're, it's a whole new conspiracy I mean, like, about these sizing. Why you would go. you be like, uh, why would you be tricking yourself that you're, you know, an extra large when you're obviously no, like a, that's a, not a, there. You've lost that's touch not, with reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's not their job we, to do. we know that. If you want to do that, you buy your own tag, you buy a seam ripper, and you <laughs> exactly, sew in yeah. your own tag. But here's my, so here's the, I'm just basically giving a shout out to Cafe Press because this is, when the so I called you know the the sweatshirt's just huge and I was like oh I have to because it was like fifty bucks when all was said and done and I was yeah. like well I want to try and return it yeah because I do want to have it still right. and I don't want to spend another fifty dollars on a sweatshirt um, so I like braced myself in the morning was like you know figured out because I was looking online to see oh where, how do I return it and then there was a phone number I was like I'll call them and oh, this is going to be unpleasant because it always is. And it was the guy. This is how the call went. They were went. like, we, we heard how your San Francisco restaurant experience <laughs> yeah. went. We want to make it up to you. Oh, this is the best. So the San Francisco restaurant thing. <laughs> Did you yelp, bitch, about it? Yelp, bitch? No, no, I didn't. I, no, oh, I didn't. Dude, it, they, the restaurant already has terrible reviews. Oh, and, uh, um, and you love the salad. Of the this was an was idea, really though. Good. But the, So the manager, I was complaining about it. So one night we were hanging out after the show, having a drink. And I was like, ah, this fucking bitch ruined my fucking day. And uh, he's like, what you should do is uh, give her some comps to the show. And then when she shows up, we'll tell her that we have reservations and we can't seat her and make her leave. Walk her all the way around. Yeah, just make, she'd be like, there's a, some empty seat. Oh, actually, all the shows are sold out. No, no. But, uh, <laughs> so I was like, totally, I was like, that's a good idea. I don't feel like karmically bad about that. Like, I think that would just be justice. Uh-huh. Um, but she was number one, like when it came down, I went with the comps and I was, I was considering doing it, but she was working. Um, so I was like, well, she'll be, cause she was working at the restaurant. It was Saturday night. Mm. She's not going to be done by, you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's a bar mostly. Um, and number two, she's not 
going to go. I mean, maybe if I really kind of laid on. Say, oh, who would want to re- go watch a comedian like, and be like, I've been yeah, I'm yeah. the person really who lost sorry. his mind. At yeah. You. yeah, you'd have to like be but like, I'm I love so angry sorry. comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, would you like to come see me? But um, <laughs> so that's, I forgot about that part. Um, but no, back to the Cafe Press thing. So I'm already just prepared. Not that I'm like, you know, I, I, you, anytime you call customer service, it's a fucking pain in the ass. So I'm like, all right, I'll do this. And it'll probably, you know, plan on being on the phone for a half hour, maybe. And uh, I call the guy, says, okay, what's the order number? I give it to him. And he says, so you just want a uh, large instead of an extra large? I go, he says, yeah. He goes, okay, well, uh, send that out to you. You don't have to send the old one back. We don't want you to. You incur any it? charges, yeah. Oh, nice. And I was like, wait, that's it? He's like, yep, thanks uh, thanks for being a customer or whatever. And I, it was like that's so easy. It put me in a good mood. Yeah. Like it was like, I that made my day. I yeah. was in so you such should, a good mood. You should give away the extra large to one of your extra large listeners. Maybe I will. I, I mean, I kind of, I don't want somebody biting my flat earth you know, I was like, uh, <laughs> if you give it to me, I'll wear it inside out. <laughs> yeah, I just need well, warm. I just I just washed it. <laughs> I just canceled my heat. I just washed it in uh, in hot water and put it in the dryer for a while to see if maybe it'll uh, shrink yeah, up, yeah. and I'll just have two. Yeah, uh, or I'll give it to someone. You I mean, scammed them. I didn't scam them, but you see, that's and then that's because I told my uh, I told my girlfriend about it, like uh, just how I was like that's and like you said. She said, well, that's how they should all be. That's how they were for a while. Well, be, but there's that's too how- many fucking assholes out there who go, oh, shit. And then they tell, hey, yeah. you can get you and your friend. That's, uh, some also, people abuse the system. Companies- and then they go, we can't do that yeah. anymore. If they're charging 50 bucks for a fucking sweatshirt that costs them three ninety nine, yeah. right? they can afford to well, be a little generous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the Flat Earth Society sets the price. Because I think this is just cafe presses, and I agree. But they're like they print them as they're ordered. So yeah. it's. Uh, I think what happens is, and this is what happened with all the airlines. Because for a while, like airlines were like pretty decent about like, oh, you're having a problem, we'll take care of you. But like some new person takes over that, and they go, what? We're losing all this money because you're being nice. Yeah. You know, like these. Like, you watch Shark Tank. <laughs> when people go try to sell something, they're like, oh, we're all about being green. We want to be made in the United States, and all the sharks go. Who cares? Who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? Like all these super rich people, all they care about is money. So they don't take care of the customer anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But, but, but there's also people who ruin everything. Like like with the internet, reviews should be helpful, you know? But now on like Yelp, you have these psychos writing 10 pages. Like you can't decipher. It's like, well, this person's a psycho. And then, well, I've already granted about this <laughs> when I bought this shoe rack. Well, so I I bought this shoe rack at like Bed Bath and Beyond. Who buys a shoe rack? I do. You a fucking princess? No, I, I, just, I inherited it. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I now you have got it. A shoe but rack. It comes in fit. handy. It was I like, never had a shoe rack. I oh, I just you know was like oh I have you know like four. It just worked out in my it made my closet. A I'm missing later. out on something here. <laughs> I just yeah I don't know I just been i had like five pairs of shoes you gotta have a um, shoe rack yeah i got shoes all over the place i need a shoe it's rack. a little too little it's like a double shelf you put like six pairs of shoes in I there i stack all nice my shoes thing. next to it and i have other shit all <laughs> <shoes>. <laughs> yeah. on your way out well, i'll show way. you we'll, i'll take you i'll yeah. take you to the third floor i'm so looking you can forward see it, to i live that. in a i live in a very large place take me to the shoe wing yeah <laughs> it was a real piece of shit and i went on their site and it had like a five-star review of it uh, like number one, who so and then I go in and it's like all this kind of weird broken English. It's like, oh, there's a company they pay yeah. to give good reviews to their shitty products. Right. So it's like, those are the people that are fucking everything up for everybody. 
Civilization, man. We're yeah. civilized to death. That's the yes. problem. Oh, dude! Be on the lookout. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, I love talking Suicide about... Is a permanent answer to a temporary problem. What's that? There's so much to live for. <laughs> You're still young. You have no, some... I'm, glad, I'm glad that you 100% con- confirmed my premature ejaculation theory. Yeah. You didn't, you know, you, you said, yep, you're right. You're Good right. Job. Keep, keep coming. <laughs> you know, so you're a, come you're... early, come often. Yeah. You're a uh, PH, PhD, so that's like I'm a, a real PhD, unlike yeah. other know, people at this fucking know, table. Pisses me off. Just we'll talk about it after the <laughs> <laughs> I hate those phony ass PhDs. Uh, so how can one. I'm only make... semi real, by the way. <laughs> can you make ones. How can. How what can you eat? How can you make your loads bigger? Uh, oh. Zinc, zinc, really? zinc supplements will make your load. That's an old porn trick. By the way, do you know really? I'm an award-winning porn star? No, I am. What You're in porns? Uh, I won uh, in 2016. I won the AVN award. I've got a trophy at home. Oh, it's Jesus. a big fucking heavy trophy. Wow. Yeah, I won for best non-sex performance. That's really? <laughs> I'm in two pornos too. In really? Non-sex. Yeah. Well, I'm, did you? We'll have to look. That's I funny. Be nominated. For I heard it. you were hired for a sex performance and you just couldn't perform. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, and I ended well, up winning for best non-sex. <laughs> yeah, I adapted. Like, I don't I, know what's wrong. You got to do what you got to do. Like a Gary Oldman level. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if I can't fuck, I better act. I was, I was in character anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. You know, every time I'm with a woman and after we're lying there and I say so am I your first porn star that, <laughs> you know that always gets her like what yeah is this how you pictured it <laughs> a pudgy old white dude with a short dick <laughs> short dick but you can tell him why evolution uh, evolutionally I mean not saying that a right a small dick is better small dick, yeah, yeah that's why small dick is better because of you well, know, have a theory depends depends the Kama Sutra talks about uh, I mean the thing about dicks is first of all they always talk about length mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is only one measure girth is actually yeah. more important mm-hmm. as far as thank you a woman's pleasure yep um because uh around 90 percent of her nerve endings are within the first inch of her vagina of her oh. vulva right so deep oh, in hell no <laughs> <laughs> that's good i want i want that one uh, my brother-in-law's his phone he's black my brother-in-law and his phone with the ringer used to be where you at oh <laughs> uh, shit i'm sorry you're just, anyway yeah no, i'm gonna do a i'm gonna do a penis episode of my podcast uh at some point um, just because, like, you just mash your penis up against a microphone. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just r- rub it all over. <laughs> no, it's like I know so much about primate penises. I yeah. I know more about penises than any straight guy you've ever met. I would wager. Um, yeah, I I mean, I can tell you about gorilla dicks, monkey balls. You know, <laughs> oh, what about yeah. anything you yeah, want to know? <laughs> I don't know much about cow dicks. It's mostly primates. Oh, okay, yeah. Do birds have dicks? They do. Yeah. Ducks. ducks well, I know Speaking about the of duck, ducks, I, I know the, about the duck the dick. corkscrew dick. Yeah. yeah, and the vagina has like 17 chambers in it. Yeah. yeah. They have right. a couple of uh, trick dick. vaginas. Yeah. yeah, lots of animals have trick vaginas. And uh, lots of dicks are... Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of trick dicks. 
lot of trick dicks out there. The human dick is uh, is a vacuum. It creates a vacuum. That's why you got the flared head. Uh-huh. It's uh, Dan Savage calls it the plunger penis theory. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, and that's why. Oh, and that gets the other jizz out. It too. pulls the yeah. jizz away from the uh, the eggs, which is also why we do the repeated thrusting action. Uh, most of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why'd you point at me, bro? Dude, I take forever to come. I was talking about somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still haven't come from the last time I had sex. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know the plunger thing. I mean, that's why you can pump a bunch of air into a vagina on accident. Yep. Are you flipping kidding me? <laughs> Just, uh, lots, of, lots of dicks have hooks on them. Damn. Uh, insects, particularly, mm. because uh, a lot of uh, species of insect, the male will leave what's called a, a copulatory plug. So after he inseminates the female, there's this substance that blocks her up, oh. so no one else can get yeah. through it. So the other, the next dick in has a hook that'll pull the plug out oh, before he comes. Shit. Oh shit! Human the in human uh, ejaculate, the first spurt contains chemicals that attack and kill any pre-existing sperm, mm-hmm. and the last and then the middle spurt is where most of the sperm cells are, and then the last spurt has a protective chemical to protect against the next guy's first wow. spurt. So there are all these so things. Four spurts, at least, yeah. Damn. Hmm. I never counted them. Oh, count wow. your spurts next time. There's, <laughs> yeah, a, dude, there's an app that's another for that. T-shirt. Get a, <laughs> count your spurts. Get a you know if you want to look under like a microscope, you can just do all like, different spurts on different plates or whatever. Right, right. done that. That's that's why they called like this. Yeah, plate. Yeah. I call them plates because that's how I eat. <laughs> if you're a teenage boy and someone gives you a microscope kit for Christmas, the oh first look, thing at you do is look at your jizz. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is not anything that comes yeah. from your body is just yeah. crawling with interesting stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. That's about. We should start the podcast. Yeah, let's start. We got to know each other before. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for doing the pre-podcast. Yeah. Thanks for shooting a breeze with us. Yeah. And uh, we'll be welcome to the Bone Zone, everyone. Bone Zone.